0: It's us! Hi! We're the podcasters.
1: It's us! Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel.
0: And I'm Sam.
1: We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs.
0: That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things. Taylor Swift and Cocktails. Cocktails.
1: Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog, we'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it?
0: I think we are.
1: Welcome, Swiggies! You are listening to another episode of Swift and Swigs. Hey, Sam. Here we are, again. Again. Whoa. Episode 025
0: is where 25. we are. Wow, we are a quarter of a century at this we point. We are a
1: quarter of a century, and...
0: I don't know if math, math's correctly there. Like, a century is like a hundred years. Yeah. And what are we, like four months in? Five, Six months into the podcast, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I
0: guess. <laughs> Rachel, this is your Eras Tour week. It is also like your moving week. You were moving states. You were packing everything up. You've got a lot going on this week, but I'm 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 curious to know what's going on in your brain right now. I mean, are you excited, scared, emotional? Tell me how you're feeling. Crazy, I'm your therapist.
1: Free, confused, and lonely at the same time? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. It's going to be <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be miserable. I mean, there will be parts of this week that are miserable um, packing up, but most of it is going to be magical. I'm Mm -hmm. like, do you know when you're like, I don't know, I I think what, you know what it feels like? Like, I'm in love and I'm, I'm like so anxious to see my lover again. Oh, that was gross and creepy. (laughs) Taylor (laughs) is not my lover. No, but
0: she started it by using the word lover in the first place. Yeah, so, I'm just so – I get it.
1: I'm so excited, Sam. Like, it's it's yeah.
0: just – I'm it, so excited for you. It's
1: all going to be good. Like, it's I, all going to be amazing.
0: I like how you put it the other day that you were looking at the Aeros tour as you and Taylor are going to hang out. Yeah. You, you, you finally yeah. get to hang out with Taylor. We
1: finally get to hang out.
0: You just, and 70 other – thousands you but, and me um, she says
1: i'm her whole world and yeah, so yeah. are all the other fans but it's gonna feel what okay i haven't gotten to read it yet but new york times just came out with an article about the how taylor shows are intimate okay
0: so it was the new yorker it was and the new yorker Thank i read so the article TV. um it was great it was the the person writing the article went to the show at MetLife Stadium outside of New York City. Okay, okay. And uh, it's a great read. We will link to that article. I yeah. highly recommend it. Um, I had planned on very... reading it
1: before this, but I, I forgot. But I, I just, like, yeah. just the headline alone is mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. Like, I feel like, regardless mm-hmm. of, like, millions of other fans, like, this is going to feel kind of intimate because, like,
0: yeah. am so Now, okay. I, have, I have a couple questions for you. Yes, go for it. Um, number one, Rachel, I would like to know, what are your – Surprise song predictions and or wishes for your show on Friday night, night one in Minneapolis.
1: I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think we're gonna get Justin Vernon. Okay. Just feels right.
0: Are you thinking Exile Evermore? I'm thinking,
1: I'm thinking Exile on the piano. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I mean, Mike put this on. He loves that song, and he put the song on, and I just like started crying, mm-hmm. um, just imagining it all, all all at once. And, like, the okay. kids – we were in the car, and the kids are like, Mom, why are you crying? And I was like, it's just because it's yeah. just so beautiful, and it could be beautiful, and it's going to be beautiful, and it's uh. –
0: Yeah, okay, so that's so one prediction. That's,
1: that's one surprise song prediction. Um, I'm afraid to make any more predictions after that because I don't want to be disappointed. So, yeah. so like, okay. I'm just – I'm leaving it open to take it all in. Good. I remember when I got married that someone was like, make sure you take a moment just to, like, pause. And I don't remember doing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I'm, like, trying to remind myself to do that in this concert. It's, like, just take it moments here and there when I'm just like, <gasps> Like just and to like look at the crowd and to scan and to just like soak it all in and try to remember the stories of that moment.
0: Are you comparing the heiress tour to your wedding night? As I called
1: if... I called her my lover. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, will we all please stand?
0: <laughs> okay, and my other question for you, Rachel. We we'd mentioned that we might discuss this on the pod, but we've yet to bring this up. What are you wearing?
1: My outfit. Your outfit. I mean, at this point, it's like, what am I not wearing? <laughs> because I keep adding. Okay. you have so many things? Um, So, I think I've said before, we're, I'm going with a group um, specifically of four girls that I like to think of us as the Taylor Swift Book Club. Okay. So, because mm-hmm. we are so into the lyrics, you know, as writers, we're all writers. Uh-huh. Um, we each kind of chose... Uh, a lyric that we like uh-huh. um, Some of us couldn't choose And then just chose like a whole era But like okay so we each But we kind of focused on like What's what's a way to make ourselves Unique and something that we love Personally um, So we're all wearing t-shirts White t-shirts that Some people bought some people make I still need to make mine I am wearing My, my favorite phrase that I felt like just Is my new era is she had a marvelous time ruining everything? Okay.
0: Yay! I love so, that.
1: But I'm kind of going with a red, uh, like look. So I have I'm do- making my T-shirt um to look like like with black letters, but some of them I'm going to highlight marvelous as red to look okay. like the um.
0: Not a lot going not, on. Not a lot going on t-shirt. at the moment. Right.
1: Okay. So, I love that. so cool. I'm making it look like that. I have red glasses. Uh-huh. I'm either wearing red bike shorts, or I have a bejeweled sequined mini skirt. So, yes. Um, okay. My only <laughs> concern about that is that it's very sequiny, which means a lot of chafing, and so it could oh. be it could be something I'm stripping down at the end of it. That's why I'm mm-hmm. wearing the red bike shorts. Okay. Smart. Okay. Um, we all have sequined blazers in different Fine. colors. Oh, so, so um And then, okay, so I have the red heart glasses. Um, for a picture, I may wear my cowboy boots. I was kind of thinking about going into all of the different eras and try to, like, capture as many eras as I can with my outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to have lots of glitter on my body – mm-hmm bedazzled glitter on my face
0: bejeweled bejeweled. Be- bejeweled bejeweled glitter not why was going uh-huh. to say
1: bedazzled it's I the know. 80s girl in me
0: That is now another important question is what will be your pregame cocktail before the show mm. have you thought about this
1: yes okay. so i am in charge of the cocktails believe it or not naturally naturally so i still need to kind of finalize details but what I really wanted – but I think my – so maybe this is a good way to I, to talk about the cocktail countdown that I've been doing. I was going
0: to bring this up. So why don't okay. you go ahead and let us all know.
1: Okay. So my friend Amy, as I mentioned, Amy Grass is a cake baker. She did a different cake for every era. I was like, i got to do a different cocktail for every era. That's what I'm doing. So on the 13th of June, I had a 10-day countdown – and I've been doing all the eras, and I've been having so much fun with it. It's like I'm going back through every album and, like, listening to it and finding the words and finding inspiration.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so fun. It looks – I can tell that you're having fun. I'm having fun following along. And it's it's a unique crossover between our podcast and your, your personal creative outlet. Yes. And because, obviously, there's some um, – connections or some overlap you're you're using instead of an individual song you were choosing the entire era to represent a cocktail yeah Um, well
1: honestly sam like i have been feeling so dried up from creativity i do not have the energy for anything at the end of the day except for this podcast like it's like my mm -hmm. thing and i was like i need to bring this podcast energy into my prep for this show so that's that's where this came i'm
0: so impressed that you can have all of the mental capacity in your headspace on top of moving on top of everything else that's going on in your life and still create all these cocktails and you're doing a great I, job at it i
1: must have needed it because i'm it's fueling me it's taking up a lot of time and i don't even care
0: tell our listeners where they can find your account yeah. which account is the song
1: so this is my, my cocktail account which is story sip and song not to be confused Stories with and swift and swig with sibs you know there's a lot of s's Taylor's got us.
0: Everybody agrees.
1: Everybody agrees. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So that is leading me. The Midnight's album recap is on Thursday. So that means at least Friday for a cocktail. What should Friday be? All of the eras. I decided, um, I know this is like imagery that maybe you've tried to avoid, but I cannot. I've seen like images of the opening scene of the eras tour.
0: Uh-huh. Have you? Uh-huh. Okay. I've seen images. I don't know how she appears. So neither don't do spoil I that for me. I'm okay.
1: not spoiling it. I won't on the day of go oh, wait though. Okay. Because every person I see is like and then you you only just see the reaction of like and ah! like, <laughs> I know, <you> know, <laughs> and I you know <laughs> it's like an excite. I I that was a horrible podcasting moment that I just like squealed. I'm just if, if you can see my face, <laughs> this must be what it looks like. Okay, so I'm trying to take the colors of there's like an ombre kind of pinky orangey purpley which gives me um so I'm doing sort of and we're getting together in the morning and so I wanted some sort of like mimosa breakfasty thing that would give me some layers so I'm doing kind of like this sweet I think I'm gonna go mango um juice and some mm. strawberry layered with some champagne or sparkling with just a little bit of Empress Gin, which is our butterfly pea flower gin. I'm having yeah. so much fun with that gin. It was like the best purchase because it just like adds so much fun colors to
0: mm. cocktails.
1: So I'm doing some sort of ombre, and I haven't figured out my garnish yet, but it's going to be good. And then... Okay. I decided we can't drink all day, even though I would love to because we would fall, fall asleep. So I'm making us yep. a mocktail that is just mm. going to have a ton of fruit garnishy stuff to add to like sparkling lemonade.
0: Cool. So it's like yep.
1: confetti in a glass, is, is the mocktail essentially.
0: Cool. I guess the only other thing I wanted to mention is that I had a, another surprise song moment that I felt like I lost. Um, And that was the song Seven. Yeah. Um, I know she played the Story of Us, and that is a huge fan favorite, but since I don't know that song yet, uh, I didn't feel connected to it. But she played Seven with Aaron Destner, and I thought that was probably, I think, the most beautiful surprise song performance that I've heard in this whole tour.
1: We have another Um, listener um, who I'm hoping makes an appearance on our podcast. She's a daughter of a friend, um, Addison, if you're listening, she told me that her favorite song is Seven, and she had oh. quite the emotional oh. <laughs> experience losing that surprise song. So she may be on the pod giving us a chat about that one and what it means to her. So
0: That would be a blast. We can relive it. Okay, Rach, let's move along into our uh, segment called Doing Good on Some New Shit, where you and I discuss... What new music we are listening to. So I am excited to hear, Rachel. I know that you've been doing a lot of Taylor's catalog leading up to your Eras Tour experience. Are you still on to that?
1: Well, I'll be. Mm-hmm. But my kids are really into a song that I am now really into because they keep requesting it and that is the song by Jax called Cinderella Snapped. See no see no. To me, it is God fun. It gets stuck in your head, and there is a bridge that Caroline wants to memorize, and I want to memorize along with her, because it is like a whisper bridge, but like super, super fast. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like, uh, it's a fun kind of play off of Cinderella and fairy tales. And in kind of a, it gives me bejeweled, um, music video vibes. Oh, sure. So for those fans out there, check it out because it is super fun. What's some new shit that you're listening to, Sam?
0: Okay. So you like to do this where you go back to your old shit as your new shit. And that's what I'm going to do this week. Great. Um, my new shit, quote unquote, is Coldplay right now. Oh, um, fun. Coldplay came into my mind again because uh, my roommate and I, he he brought up an article that he was reading a headline with Gwyneth Paltrow in it. And uh, I thought Gwyneth Paltrow, I haven't thought of her in a while. And that reminded me of the album that Coldplay put out. Chris Martin, the lead guy in Coldplay, you know, went through a breakup with, Gwyneth Paltrow and created one of my favorite albums of all time and that's Ghost Stories and so once my roommate mentioned Gwyneth Paltrow I was like I haven't listened to Ghost Stories in a long time I'm gonna go back and listen to that and then I remembered that Coldplay put out an album back in 2019 that I hadn't listened to in a while so I went back and listened to that and this was yesterday which was Father's Day and on that particular album on the album is Everyday Life there's a song called Daddy and it is a song about having a really difficult relationship with your father and rachel you and i are blessed to have just an awesome dad in our lives um but to hear somebody else's perspective and i was listening to this on father's day unintentionally it's a beautiful song it's a little sad but it's it's beautiful
1: daddy are you out there daddy won't you come play
0: It just felt good to go back to that album and re-listen to those songs. And then when that song, Daddy, came on on Father's Day, it it was a little touching. So I guess that's my new shit for now. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I haven't listened to Coldplay in, like, years. Ghost Stories
0: uh... is a beautiful album, and so is Everyday Life, the one that came out four years ago. Check them out. They're fantastic. All right. So, Rachel, it is time that we reveal our Swift song of the week.
1: Yes, this would be your reveal, Sam. You picked this song. Tell us yeah. where we are. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Right Where You Left Me.
1: Friends break up, friends get married.
0: Strangers get born, strangers get buried. Trends change, rumors fly through new skies, but I'm right where you left me.
1: Matches burn
0: after. An evermore bonus track, and one of my favorites off of the entire album. This was a song that I wanted to choose because it sort of fit, lately the fat past few episodes have been sort of building off of each other with Hits Different and Cruel Summer, and we were getting this like, sort of sad but high energy type of song from Taylor and this is yet another sad song with some kind of energy to it yeah. and i just thought it was a, it would be a fun sort of shift from the major bop that the last couple episodes have just been major bops so totally so yeah that's that is that's the song and i hope you're as excited as i am to get into it
1: i am ready should we start swigging yes Let's um do that who should go first? How about how about me? I think it's my turn. How about it?
0: Okay. To go first. Go for it.
1: So, I I have such an imagery with this song immediately and I you know it it, it plays right into her her lyrics where she s- sings, "Where are you?" Right where. Where is it that you were left, Taylor? All right, so she tells us right away that I'm still at the restaurant. And mm-hmm. I'm picturing a diner. So I'm picturing okay. her in this diner with cold coffee. Because oh. she had a cup of coffee, but it got cold because she has just been sitting there in the corner I haunt. And so I'm bringing you the corner I haunt.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Which is a coffee martini. Yeah. I have not done a, really any coffee martinis because... Coffee immediately keeps me awake, and while I want to stay awake long enough for the End of the Ares tour, so maybe I ought to make one of these, uh, usually (laughs) I don't want to stay awake past my normal bedtime, and so I'd stay away from them, but I had to, I had to try the trend, and it was so good, so I've got, um, I'm, I'm not going too wild with this, I've got, it's vodka, it's a coffee liqueur, um. I had this Starbucks coffee liqueur, but I think you can use anything like Kahlua or whatever you have. Um, And it's some espresso, cold, cold espresso. And some people add sweetness. I didn't want it. I didn't want it too sweet. So I think that the Kahlua is sweet enough or the coffee liqueur that I use is sweet enough. So it adds just enough sugar to it. Shake that up. We've got dust collecting on her pinned-up hair in this right. cocktail, so I uh-huh. dusted it with some cinnamon,
0: oh, um, which okay. that,
1: which gives it a lovely essence of uh-huh. you know just perspective.
0: Totally, oh perspective, good
1: cinnamony good word perspective there. there. See, I was
0: thinking since you're moving out of your house right now, you're probably moving things off of the shelves, and you just yeah. discovered a lot of dust in your shelves, and you just yeah. kind of scooped it right into your glass there. But sentiments a, a little probably more palatable.
1: Yeah, a little bit more palatable. That. What do you oh. have?
0: Okay, so I've got a cocktail um, called Cross Legged in Dim Light.
1: Okay, right in the same moment there.
0: Yeah, we are. I I took inspiration from the same exact moment you did, but yeah. I have a totally different image in my mind. Love it. So while while your image is this this person in a in a corner of a diner with a cup of coffee. The image I have is late night, a fancy table, a fancy restaurant with white tablecloths um, sitting in the corner drinking red wine oh, at a yes. restaurant. Okay. That's what I picture when you yes. when you sit at a restaurant. Now, of course, I didn't just pour a glass of red wine. This is a cocktail podcast. So I, I did a red wine cocktail. And this is loosely based off of a class a cocktail called the Figurati, mm. and that is made with a Lambrusco wine, which is a sparkling red wine that's very sweet, and an Italian aperitif called Cappelletti, which is a which is an aperitif made with red wine, and then there's some Pechats bitter. So that's the inspiration for my cocktail, but here's my version of it. I took a very sweet table wine and I added club soda for the sparkling effect, and I used Campari and some aromatic bitters. So that's my that's my cocktail. I I like to call it Cross Legged in Dim Light because I'm just picturing her sitting in the corner. Her partner has left. Everybody has left. Everybody has moved on around her, but she still has this like glass of wine, and she's just sitting in her sadness. So
1: I love that. I love that we've got the same song different cocktails but like mm-hmm. such great imagery cheers to that this
0: song cheers to that this song is all about the imagery for
1: yes. me yes
0: yes right yeah. where you left me rachel this song is good there's i think it's all about the lyrics but i do love the music as well um let's start with the spirit you want to well wanna no,
1: I had a bit of a breakthrough today, so I'm curious to see how this um, plays out. But my original assumption of the song is very similar to how you laid it out. This is a breakup song. This is a breakup song from the perspective years later. Mm-hmm. And and while there is definitely some perspective, you get I get a lot of kind em- empathy, almost like advice to younger self. But that advice is that you're still thinking about him, that you're not, you haven't moved on, and it's almost like a gentle way um, to the uh, other, like really rough breakup songs that we've had before, like the cruel summer or the hits different, which was just like go on, move on, get past this. And right. it's almost like she's like saying, I get it, I get that that's where you are, I get that you're frozen there. And she's like speaking to her past self in like this gentle sort of way. So
0: I'm very much picturing not Taylor in this scenario. Um, I'm picturing a, a woman who has been dumped, but she has just been frozen in time, unable to move away from that hardship, that heartbreak. And like you said, I agree with you. I think she's looking back on this years later. um, But you don't necessarily get that impression until the song builds or the song moves on. The song does a great job of telling a story. And it's like a really well-written book where you get this like juicy information at the beginning, but you don't quite know what has happened yet Mm. until you get to that point. So you kind of like continue to listen to the song you get a little bit more of information until it just all lays out there and um, it's it's a you know a classic wonderful way of of Taylor writing and telling a story as opposed to just autobiographical word vomit or or stream of consciousness i think she does a really good job of just telling a story and painting a visual and giving us imagery um with with these very specific details, like, you know, cross-legged, dim light, glass shattering, um, all, all, all these sorts of things.
1: Taylor has told us that folklore evermore, these were, these were tales she was telling us. This is her way of practicing her fictitious writing. And I am calling bowl honky on that as a solid thing. I actually think a lot of these stories are parts or new ways of thinking about the same story that she's experiencing. So, I like the idea of Taylor telling a story that we think is about one thing, and to her, it's about something else. It's actually more personal than we know.
0: Yeah, like she'll always have that for herself, and, you know, because she never confirms exactly what the songs yeah, are right. about or who it's about, right. she'll always have that for herself. Yeah. Um, so.
1: You hinted at the music, and so I'm excited to get into that, like some of the things that musical things that we're noticing. So,
0: mm-hmm. why don't you talk a little yeah. bit about
1: what you're catching?
0: Yeah, this, this, the song, the, the, the music of this song has a lot of country music qualities to it, with the guitar and the banjo, and, and there's a violin in there as well. Um, and But it's, in a, it's produced by Aaron Dessner. So it it fits, obviously it fits on Evermore, it is Evermore, it fits on Evermore and folklore in a way that it's like a country song without the twang of it, without like the the grit of a country song, but it has that like just beautiful string quality to it, Um, and then there's a beat in there that kind of just keeps it sort of upbeat, and I know I talk about this a lot too, I... I always think it's interesting when the theme of a song is sad, but the backing song, the track of it, is actually sort of upbeat and almost happy. Um, I don't think this song is necessarily happy, but um, in fact, it's definitely not a happy song. <laughs> but it, you just sort of get this like almost comforting string music. Uh, quality to it. So, I, I, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty simple production. You know, there's not a lot of like loud or electronicness to it. Um, but, uh, I do think
1: a, there is some synth that comes on later in the song. Yes,
0: there is what? definitely a synthesizer that's used in a harmonium, which are these like sort of electronic organ type keyboard uh, instruments. And you hear that, um, and it's such an interesting sound. It, it's a it's a strange quality sound.
1: You also get that um, buzzy electric guitar later. What what I noticed, just like you said, like it builds in layers. It starts off country. You think it's a country song, and I remember this is why I didn't officially like the song at first because some of the like super country songs on this album, I didn't like at first listen. I um so but then I noticed that it. As I said, like in our text, well, it was like a builder. I think it's because the song builds, and it's almost like she's layering in all of her eras. It's moving from country to pop to some electric guitar into some like folksy, and then even into, like, this Midnight's, even though that's a future thing, but it's got, like, this synthy kind of 1989 reputation stuff. I don't know. I just really – I did the karaoke thing that you talk about and listening to just the music, and you start to hear Mm. it more, which I just
0: really – Yeah, I didn't do that for this song because I was focused on how it's kind of like an acoustic song, but you're right. There are these other added sounds that just give it such an interesting – sound quality to it and I wanted to bring this up in this musical mixology segment because it's it doesn't follow the traditional structure of a song in fact the the melody of the second verse almost sounds like it would be a bridge because it's yes different than the first verse it's hard to
1: know what is. it's hard to
0: know where in the song Mm -hmm. are we which I think is a really unique quality of this song because this song talks about the theme of time moving, yes. and you're stuck in a – she's stuck in a place, but time moves on around her, and all of these things are happening, and when you listen to the song, it, it's a little confusing. Like, where in time of this song am I? Um, but okay. But I just think that the melodies are so unique throughout the oh. whole song. It, it makes me want to keep listening to it, because I'm just confused, and I want to know more.
1: See? That's weird, because I don't get that. What I get, and maybe what I'm getting is actually the beat, that no matter what she's singing, it's dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So that's the same, and it doesn't, we don't get, like, a break in that. Like, it never stops, and it just keeps going and connecting the same one to the next. So I want a bridge, similar to what we talk about, that, like, Pulls me out of that for a minute so that I can go back to it. But I don't ever get pulled out. I feel like I never stop listening to the same constant thing.
0: I'm with you on that. Yeah, totally.
1: Okay, so as far as imagery is concerned, I see Taylor, as I said, in a diner. But we can call it a restaurant. We can call it a fancy restaurant, whatever. She's there. You know those images where they're like still the, the main image is still, but then like swirling around. It's like yes, just fast motion.
0: I was going to mention this hey, as well. Yeah. I pictured that exactly. Like if there was a music video for this yes. song. Yeah. She's sitting there and she's like in real time or like maybe slow, yes. but everything's blurring around her. Yeah. I was totally picturing that. Isn't exact that amazing? Because we didn't
1: talk about this. And I don't, it's not like no. she wrote about this or like mentioned that. But obviously, yeah. that's like such amazing ability to write something that we can see that image without any of those words being described to us. Mm -hmm. There's no fast motion or slow motion like other songs. No, it like literally says that, but it feels like that. And then there's the bridge when you do see and this is like sitting right in front of me at the restaurant. Everything was just right. Okay, this is when I think I see the slow motion where she's emphasizing exactly what she sees. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Which, okay, Mm -hmm. we'll get into the lyrics of it, but
0: All right, well, let's get into the lyrics of it then.
1: So, Mm. let's get into the Taylor twist in our lyrics.
0: Yeah, we got some twisting. So, if we're just looking at this first verse here, friends break up, friends get married, strangers get born, strangers get buried, trends change, rumors fly through new skies. All of those words right there is her letting us know Things are happening. Time passes. A lot is changing. There is just much happening, and then she ends all of that with, "But I'm right where you left me." And then that's gets, the
1: swirling, swirling movement. And then, "But yeah, I'm
0: I'm right where you left me. Right where you left me."
1: I thought that the rumors fry, fly through new skies was interesting because, like, rumors fly is in blank space, like flat out that. But then she says mm-hmm. through new skies and it's it's like the rumors fly that she was talking about in blank space was a whole other different relationships but the rumors still fly because there are new skies there are new eras, there are new Ooh. people in her life that the rumors yeah. could fly around about and they're flying through new skies but she's still Yeah, right there which is kind of a little bit of what i was talking about that maybe this is a little hint about the conversation about who she is in general it's like i you know all these things have changed and you moved on but apparently i'm like right here where you left me i don't Mm -hmm. these are the same things that you talk about even though there's new guys and new things and i've grown and gotten bigger Mm -hmm. you just have me right here
0: you left me it's like no matter what happens no matter how much time passes things like rumors will always be circulating yeah. that's like a constant thing that will happen um but it's new you know it's new rumors it's new skies trends change but rumors will always still fly and i'm right where you left but yeah and then you know more descriptions of time passing with matches burn after the other it's just so unique that the things that she thought of to describe the idea of things happening and changing and, and time passing pages turn and stick to each other my favorite is wages earned and lessons learned it's just so unique i mean literally any other songwriter could say years went on or, (laughs) you know, seasons changed. But the way that she describes the passing of time with these so specific little details, like matches burning one after the other, pages turning, which is a reference to a lot of her other songs. And you've talked about it too. As a writer, you love it when she mentions the idea of pages turning. um, And the idea that they're sticking to each other gives off this, like kind of idea that it's sort of like a jumbled mess um or i read a theory that because she's not experiencing this she's right where he left her that the pages are stuck together for her because you know pages are turning time is passing but she can't read what's happening yeah. in between each passing page they're stuck together so it's just like she doesn't even know what's happening um right right
1: and then the, the matches burn after the other, I just was thinking about pictures to burn. And, yeah. and again, like back to that, like I keep, like there's all these other like relationships that have come and gone. I've burned all those pictures and I've burned all those memories. And, uh-huh. and yet I'm still right here. The picture, when the, I love that she says that pages stick to each other because it's all, I mean, she's, she's talking about how she's stuck and the pages are stuck. Like she's giving us two different examples of that. And then yeah. they're, when they're stuck together, like, the, the story is blurring. Um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, I thought the wages earned and lessons learned, again, reminds me of the eras. So she's continuing to, to write more music, but, it, but still focusing. Like, she's, she's made more money with others, other eras. She's, she's learned all these lessons. She's moved on. She's looking back. And yet, here she is. She's still here. She's admitting she's, like, right there you left
0: me so you're putting this then in in taylor's personal experience if yeah if you're saying wages earned and lessons learned is her way of like earning money throughout her career she's made some mistakes she's learned some lessons um
1: i i am and i don't it's not necessary obviously a song can just be literally what that is like i'm stuck on mm-hmm. this like specific night when you broke up with me at the restaurant it really could be yeah. and that's a beautiful thing But I've noticed I've learned in other songs that I didn't get right away that she was actually talking about her own career and her life. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: it's just another way of thinking about it.
0: So that's verse one. Supposedly, we're calling this now the pre-chorus. Okay. There's a lot of words and information, and and it's so much. And it starts off with, help, I'm still at the restaurant, and I like that. Help! It's like, she can't, she doesn't know what to do because she's still there. And this is the first time we're getting this information. I'm still at the restaurant, still sitting in a corner mm-hmm. I haunt, which is awesome. It's like, it's like she's almost dead and,
1: yeah.
0: and she died in that place. Yes. Like yes. when a, when a person dies and they die in that place, they're then a ghost of that spot yes. and they haunt that spot. And that's what she's telling us here, that there's a restaurant and she's in a corner of that restaurant and she's now hunting it. Um, I
1: love that uh, she uses both, like, I swear you could hear a pin drop and later dust collected on my pinned up hair. I, I yeah. just, I, I love that she was able to kind of, again, tie those different meanings to the same word with, right. within there. And even pin she, she doesn't say this but like being pinned down is like being stuck mm-hmm. so oh, yeah, you know, you're just like she's yeah. right there <laughs> yeah they
0: expected me to find somewhere some perspective like you're just sort of expected to sometimes when you when you go through heartbreak like yeah it's sad and it's tough for pretty much everybody but at some point you are expected to just like okay time to move on like go out and start dating again Get back in, in the real world and and get some perspective. You know, at least, you know, it could always be worse, blah, 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 blah. But she did. She cannot. She cannot move on from this. She just sat and stared. And now I guess we're in the chorus. And we hear this <laughs> a lot
1: <laughs> with her, that, like, everyone expects her just to move on and yeah. find another yeah. guy, and she can't.
0: There's an interesting juxtaposition, I think, with the word right and left. Right mm. where you left. I
1: didn't me. pick up on that.
0: I don't yeah. know how to explain what that juxtaposition might represent. Maybe it's just a fun play on words. Uh, I, I mean, I but... think it easily
1: could be because she does that a lot. Like, yes. and, and without us knowing, it feels good to the listener to have right and left. Like, just like mm-hmm. you, like you, you hear it. You don't notice that you're appreciating the balance of it. Yeah.
0: But then I think one of my favorite moments of the song is right here when she goes you left me no, you left me no. And of course, she's she's going to finish that thought by saying, you left me no choice but to stay here forever. But she repeats this part several times before she gets to that by saying, you left me no, you left me no. And it's sort of like she's exasperatingly saying, you left me no, you left me no, you left me no. And it's like her just wailing. At yeah. this, this yes. you know, position that she was put in.
1: Yeah. I was thinking then, of Labyrinth when she says, uh oh. You think about
0: Labyrinth a lot.
1: I think I need to do that song. <laughs> okay. I but but she it's like different meanings every time you hear it. So you mm-hmm. you left me is like, you left me. Like, there you go. And then it's like, you left me, no. it's, like, another perspective. Like, I'm angry about it. And then it's, like, you left me no choice but to stay here forever is a whole different meaning. And they build on each other as she's thinking about all those different things Mm -hmm. all at once.
0: And, And you left me no choice but to stay here forever really, like, gives the impression that she was blindsided. Yeah. Like, she did not expect this to happen. She has no choice. She can't move on. Because this just, like, hit her out of nowhere. You left me no choice. Like, I wanted this. I was madly in love. And I, I wanted this. And you just blindsided me. And, and, you know, we haven't gotten to that part of the song yet. But you left me no choice but to stay here forever. It's like she's not choosing yeah. to not move on. Yeah. It is his fault. She left. He left her absolutely no choice by what he did to her. First two. Did you ever hear about the girl who got frozen? Okay, so I want to... I, I look at this part as... Taylor having an out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, you could view this as, like, the talk of the town. Sort of like in Last Great American Dynasty. Um, where other people... Or, or, or even Champagne Problems. Where yes. other people... Are talking about her uh, but I almost think she's speaking to herself here as if she's like now she's being removed from that moment not physically but like she's trying to think of it did you ever hear about the girl who got frozen she's like telling her story she's she's describing who she was time went on for everybody else but she won't even She's still 23 inside her fantasy. And this is why we get that idea that this is now her describing this later on years down the line. Um,
1: So one of the strategies I've learned in writing really tough stuff is you change perspective. So if you're having a really hard time telling an emotional story, if you write it in third person instead of first person, it's like a strategy to remove yourself just a little bit and be able to see. It's yeah. almost like what happens later on. Like she removed herself from the, the, the story and was able to even see even more detail as we go further into the song.
0: Going back to the song here, though, it, she's still 23 inside her fantasy. And in this song, her fantasy is being with this person like see
1: i don't think i think what's happening is she's coming like you said she's coming right back to that very specific moment that she can picture in her mind and whether or not yeah. that was experience that happens sometimes we tell ourselves stories right
0: well i just like that the end of this what are we calling it the, the bridge i guess the second verse or something at the end of this you know she's just like at the restaurant when i was still the one you want which is interesting because we're about to find out he he doesn't want her but in her mind she was going into this night this evening with that understanding that everything was just right she was the one he still wants she's cross-legged like she's very poised and then she feels the mascara run and then she goes on to say yes yeah, so you told me that you met someone glass Shattered on the white cloth which you know at first listen I'm thinking her wine glass right like either she was mad so she like slammed her glass or she was shocked so she like just dropped her glass but then I remembered the lyric in Champagne Problems your heart was glass I dropped it yeah. glass shattered on the white cloth is her being like my heart class you dropped
1: it. I'm gonna go into a midnight's album because later on we're gonna get I'm sure that you got a wife out there, kids and Christmas. Okay, so I immediately thought of Midnight Rain mm. and in that song he's the one that stays the same and she changes. Yeah. So I had this curiosity, like was she writing this from a perspective of the other guy, even though she uses different pronouns. Yeah. And then in Midnight and Rain, like he was and she was. It, so so I, it it it's confusing, but again sure. these, these could yeah. be like the same kind of similar concepts of a story and like who's changing, who's not changing.
0: Did we talk about this line yet, dust collected on my pinned up hair as just like another great image of she hasn't moved her hair is still pinned up like it was when she went out to this date. But like time has just gone on and just collected. And I just think it's so beautiful. Yes. lyric.
1: Yes. Well, and when you Um, said glass shattered, I also was imagining kind of the shattering image of perfection. And so I was picturing picture frames that are like glass. Now it's shattered. It's like, Like, that image that I thought I had of this picture-perfect thing is, like, shattered. And Mm -hmm. dust collecting on pin-up hair also has that, like, just that imagery of things, like, from olden times, just, like, like Mm -hmm. old antiques that are still there collecting dust, like a picture frame might be.
0: Yeah. Um, Now, so, up to this point, she's just clearly just a, a woman who is sad and heartbroken and physically and mentally and emotionally unable to move on and then I think one of the saddest moments is is at this point when she sings it's it's been so long but if you ever think you got it wrong I'm right where you left me because she's still there her heart is still wanting to be with him so if if you ever think that you know your wife and your kids and your Christmas is not what you want, guess what? I'm still right where you left me to come yeah. back to. Yeah, I- and it's like clearly, Taylor, that's not going to happen. This guy has moved on. This is years down the line, but for her, it doesn't matter because she's always been right where he left her. So sad. Um, I guess. I guess. I guess that's it. Uh, <laughs> 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 It's such a unique song. I mean, it's uh, like you you think that this might be sort of Taylor's perspective. I, I'm, I've, I think of it as just like a fic, fictitious story that she's telling. Um, I'm glad that we were able to like, sort of attempt to tackle this. But uh, although I feel like I kind of struggled more than I expected to. Um,
1: well, I think, I think a lot of folklore Evermore songs have done that to us like we've been we've mm-hmm. left with more questions than yeah. answers and yeah. that we were just talking about this last last episode that like even cruel summer we thought was a pretty like self-explanatory song and there's nope. layers to that that we're actually not even sure if we know the answers and when you when you really yeah. dig into a song that's that's what you discover that it goes it's on really forever it. um you put it well Sam I think dust is collecting on the podcast at this point. Um, did you ever hear the one about the girl in delusion? Because that just might be me at the end of this Eras Tour concert. I'm going to be frozen. <laughs> Time will go on for everyone else, but I will be right there where Taylor left me in row 204. 204?
0: That's pretty good.
1: It's good, or two uh. something. Yeah. I think. Um and I think this is gonna be the same for both of us. It's still going to be twenty twenty three inside our fantasy. <laughs> Taylor will be standing right there in front of you and me. And also, I might be stuck in Minneapolis in shock after moving, and you you might be physically stuck right where they left you after surgery next week. So we have a lot going on at the moment. Oh and we Swiggies have kind of prepared ourselves for this. So, because of all that being stuck right where we are, we have pre recorded an episode to share with our Swiggies that I think we didn't plan this, but it is a really great next step after yeah. right where you left me. Yes. Um, in this episode, we have a very special guest, my friend Gate, who will be coming to the Eras tour with us. Um, And she chose to discuss the song Better Man.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think that was a really great choice. In that song, we talk about needing to move on but having a hard time doing it. Yes. And maybe there's like a triad between Better Man, Right Where You Left Me, and It's Time to Go. And that's kind of a pretty beautiful Yes. I think next step for all of us it's time for me to go to the Ares tour and go away from Minneapolis it's time for you to go to surgery stay right where you are
0: (laughs) yeah so you'll just have to tune in next week everybody for our episode on Better Man with our special guest to truly understand exactly what the heck it is we're talking about that's right Um, until then Swiggies we know that friends break up and friends get married we're hoping you become our friend and not a stranger by finding us on our socials. That's at Swift and Swix pod on Instagram and TikTok, where you can follow along on our fun banter on the podcast and our cocktails and our behind the scenes. And do be sure to subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Give us a five-star rating and a positive review. Taylor keeps earning wages and learning lessons through more music, which means she has left us no choice but to podcast here forever.
1: Forever.
0: <laughs> which is not as sad as Taylor <laughs> sings about in her song. So, in fact, it's quite happy. So, cheers to that, Rachel. Cheers, Good Swiggies. Great breakdown. It's, it's been a blast, and I'm still right here.
1: There's no dust collecting on your cocktail because it's gone. Is she gone? <laughs> she gone, 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 long gone.